Presented by Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. And now, here are your hosts, Matt Crane and Derek Biglane. Good afternoon, Matt. Good afternoon, Derek. Today is a wonderful Monday afternoon. The rain has come. The rain has gone. It's been a great weekend. Uh, if you like you know, kind of lazy weekends, getting some rain. We all needed the rain. It's been a good 48 hours. Matt, what we don't like, though, is uh, is losing shows. I'm being consistent. The uh, We started the summer with me erasing a show accidentally. Yes. We ended the summer with me erasing a show Just book in accidentally. Book yeah, in. that's what we did. You know, there, there you go. We recorded a show really early Friday morning. I edited the entire show. Everything was good to go. And I, I obviously maybe closed my uh, computer uh, a little bit too fast or something like that. I don't know what happened, but uh, the best show we've ever recorded. It, it was really actually a pretty decent show. It, it was show. a wonderful day. <laughs> we, we had so much talk of teachers and, and teacher teachers. grants, which we're going to talk about in just a second. Mm-hmm. We had so much. I mean, Miss Annalee Miner, if yep. she listens to it, we talked about her, praised her tremendously. She won, She'll she never won the scholarship. That. She won the scholarship. Actually, she won the Just Be Present to Enter or to Win right. Teacher Grant. The on, grant. For the, the scholarship. Yeah, right, grant. for the uh, T-Off for Teachers uh, last Thursday, which, again, we're going to talk a little bit more about that in just a second because uh, when you erase your entire Friday show, 50 minutes of uh, discussion uh, just goes away. So we're going to uh, give this a shot, and I'll try and do my best to do it better. So so definitely somebody who did uh, mention, probably mentioned about every other hour, reminded us about our, our poor showing for last uh, Friday's show and how I screwed everything up. I mean, sending us you know pictures of uh, podcasting 101 and podcasting for dummies and stuff like that. Uh, of course, everyone can figure out what we're talking about. Our presenting sponsor was... Uh, the comedian. Us, the comedian. Yeah, exactly. The comedian. Our presenting sponsor, Mr. Brian Couch of Team Couch of Birch Realty Group. If you're considering buying or selling residential real estate in DeSoto County, it is a very hot time to sell your home they are currently offering a free, no obligation market analysis. Team Couch of Birch Realty Group possesses over 66 years of combined real estate experience. They have thousands of closings since 2009 on the buying or selling side of residential real estate. Recently, they were voted DeSoto's best for the fifth time. In this volatile DeSoto County market, just two and a half months ago, the things were just, I mean, they were rocking. Brian was on our show, sat down with us, talked about how hot the DeSoto County market was. Things have changed in the last two and a half months. Interest rates have changed, different things, prices of homes have changed. Let Brian and Terry educate you, help you, walk with you through this volatile DeSoto County real estate market. Give them a call today, 662-449-1700. Call Brian's cell phone, 901-461-7653. That's 461-SOLD, S-O-L-D. You can also do a full home search at their website, teamcouch.com. Just put the filters in all around the Mid-South, the different areas you want to see a home, possibly uh, considering moving into those different school districts. Brian and Terry's website are going to help you do all those things. No better website, no better team of real estate agents in the Mid-South. Give Brian and Terry a call, 662-449-1700. And always remember, every home needs a couch. Glad to be coming to you from the Mobile Cars and Van Rental Studios. Mobile Cars and Vans located at the corner of McCracken and Commerce. If you know where the old burger shop is, that's where Mobile Cars and Vans is located. Cars, trucks, vans, if you're traveling for August, we still do have some spots available. If you are making Labor Day plans, please, please, please do not wait to the last minute. We have cars, trucks, and vans available for Labor Day travel. Give us a call today, 662-469-4555. That's 662-469-4555. Give Megan, our manager, a call. Let her help you when it comes to your travel needs. Also, if you're planning on any travel for, uh, I had somebody... Call us the other day, go into a Notre Dame football game. 
Nice. Notre Dame football game. What so was hey, the, what's the date on that one? Uh, I don't know. I don't know exactly that, that <laughs> much. Uh, October 13th to the 18th. Uh, I can't remember okay. what game. But uh, going to a Notre Dame football game, so got got him booked up with a van and all those different things. A lot of different private schools are starting to work with us. Christian Brothers, MUS, some of those other private schools in Memphis are calling us nonstop. Mobile cars and vans ready to serve you right here in Hernando. Give us a call. Give us a chance. 662-469-4555. Mobile car and van rental. Well, Derek, I joked uh, heavily just a few moments ago about the best show in the history of the UTW podcast getting uh, erased, and that is all on me. That show had a lot of content about the second annual Crew of Fernando tee-off for teachers, which took, which took place last Thursday at the Hernando Golf and Racquet Club. Wonderful time. Derek, I think we grossed over $20,000. That's right. And we're going to net over $15,000. That's correct. And just doing simple math, from a grant standpoint, the maximum of a grant is 500 bucks. A minimum of 30 Hernando teacher grants will be taken care of. Yeah, we did 33 last year because some of them only asked for two or $300. So we hope to do at least that many this year. Now, last year, that 33 represented every teacher in Hernando. Correct. We hope that uh, more you – know, I, I don't know how you say this, Matt. Do you want to not be able to fund all the grants because more teachers applied? Because we do really encourage the teachers yes. to – Apply. Uh, and well, so you know, the 40, answer to that is yes, because yes. we can take care of 30, 30, 30, we can take care of 30 at minimum. Right. And then the ones that we don't take care of can go back into a smaller or larger pool That's to right. more than likely get taken care of. So please, Hernando teachers, keep applying. Absolutely. Uh, so again, just a great, great, uh, we want to say a big shout out uh, to Chris Ware, to Billy Sears, uh, who kind of co-chaired, vice-chaired, however you want to say it, or maybe chair, vice-chair uh, the event. Just a wonderful job. It was uh, kind of piggyback off of the success of last year, made it better, uh, had different uh, different things going on on holes one, ten, 9 and 10, and just a, you know, a great event. I think everybody that came out had a great time. I had nothing but positive comments from the team. You know, I had plenty of drinks, had plenty of food, and so just want to say thank you to the club for allowing us to host it there. Thank you to the guys who headed it up, and just thank you to everybody that showed up, the, the whole sponsors, the tent sponsors. Just a wonderful, wonderful day. And Derek, thank you most of all to the teachers that showed up. Uh, there were three teachers. We mentioned Annalie Minor uh, that helped uh, out uh, for several hours there on the golf course with us, but uh, as we begin, can't believe we didn't mention that the first thing. Uh, this is uh, school starting week, so um, yeah. you know, thank you to all the teachers. Thank you to all the teachers that will benefit from the grants that we do. Uh, thank you to all the teachers that work so hard this week, have already been in the classroom, getting things ready for this coming week. By the time we record our next show, school would have started. So uh, really, really looking forward to that. Thank you for all the teachers, all the administration, lunchroom ladies, bus drivers, cross guards, anybody that's out there pouring into these young people. We really, really appreciate it. Um, Derek's mom is an educator. My mom was an educator for 30 years. So uh, definitely something that's important to us. And um, we cannot thank you enough for what you do each and every day and each and every school year. So shout out to the teachers. Hopefully $15,000 will be going into some pockets uh, pretty soon for school supplies and uh, classroom supplies, whatever project maybe they need for their classroom. And we are very, very honored to do it. I think Derek and I could speak on behalf of the crew of Fernando. Uh, we're very appreciative, very honored, and very thankful to the people that did come out and play and helped us raise that money. So thank you, thank you, thank you for a successful event last Thursday, which, again, we talked about um, 20 minutes on the show that got a race. <laughs> it was amazing, some amazing content. We kick off our Tuesday shows each and every uh, Tuesday the same way with our words from the weekend. Give me your word for this weekend. My word from this past weekend, Matt, is slipping. Slipping, okay. As in summer slipping slowly from our grasp. You know, the field around town and the square this weekend was you could kind of feel the last gasp of people, you know, reaching out for that last taste of summer. You know, people were back to school shopping with the. Uh, <laughs> Hang on a second. I'm laughing. Yeah. Podcast listeners, I never write notes, I never make <laughs> notes. I just sit there and talk. 
people that know me know that's easy for me to do. Big Lane's over there reading. I've got bullet points. You've got bullet points. points. Are you you're reading slipping slowly? I mean, what was that a tongue twister or something? A little alliteration. Is that written down over there? Some are slipping slowly. (laughs) Yes, yes, it is. That's my that's my alliteration (laughs) for my bullet point. Um, Look, people Uh, back to school shopping. Back to school shopping with the tax free weekend. Uh, which again, yeah, who we, doesn't we, love to save seven percent? Wow, huh? who doesn't love to save seven percent? Whole seven percent. So we, had, we talked about that. Uh, we had the uh, mood around the square was the last Children's Day at the Farmers Market before school start. Okay, I helped to. Uh, I worked a booth up there for the Arts Council, so just really good to see the kids. That first hour was really really busy of, of kids coming around, and we had some stuff for them. Color libraries giving away books. It was great. You know, we had to talk uh, at church. You know, we had additional uh, teachers and students that were added to the prayer list. You know, just talking about hey, everybody's gearing up for this week. Please sure. pray for the students, the the traffic, the bus drivers, all that was added. And so, you know, when you listen to this podcast, it's only two more days of less traffic, uh, less, you know, hectic schedules. Right now, we don't have the buses going around, kind of making the noises, uh, the diesel smell in the air, all that stuff. We're still lacking all that right now, but only two more days. The main thing is, is it's still kind of not so hectic at the houses yet. Sure. Uh, you still, there's nobody waiting in car rider lines yet. All that's about to come to an end. So the summer seems slow. You know, I did write this down, Matt. Summer <laughs> seems slow in the moment, right? I mean, the slow right. moment, you're always like, man, it's dog days, days of summer. Yes. Uh, you know, just days are long. They're hot. This has been an absolutely brutal July with the heat. Uh, but you know, you look up and they go by so quickly. Literally, school starts Thursday. So what is the what's the saying? The days are long, but the years or the months are short. That is definitely true for Mississippi summer. Definitely that's, true that's for the summer. That's a Luke Bryan song, huh? A Luke Bryan yeah, song. Yeah, Luke Bryan sings that. <laughs> uh, so again, we just want to kind of you know. So my word is slipping. Enjoy these last two or three days of summer before school starts and and things really. I mean, we kidded about the travel baseball before and we actually had a great conversation we sure about did that. man it what a, a great conversation, conversation. So, so some people have that busyness kind of through the summer but man once school starts it's every weekend there's sure. something there's football games there's volleyball matches all starts next week it's great because you can kind of set your calendar but it's also sad because you lose that kind of long drawn out molasses like day that we have in the summertime so again feel it like slipping away that's my word from the weekend and matt you know and of course we're also you know watching two students leave the house sure. uh, for college so it's just a kind of a, a bittersweet uh a slipping of summer derek you and i've been friends for a long long time we have seen each other raise children and stuff we really do I, this is off topic a little bit we really do become we, we just become servants to our kids schedules oh yeah <laughs> I mean, it really, really, I mean, that's a whole nother topic, a whole nother show. We can sit here and discuss that for hours, but man, we really do just, they go to school and we just start the driving them around and going to ball games and going to practices and going to, you know, soccer starts back and travel baseball picks back up and all that kind of stuff. It really is amazing. That, that, it that's is. Become. I mean, I, I joke with you all the time. I've said it on my show, on this show, I don't think my dad would, could tell you, could have tell, could have told you a single place I ever practiced baseball or or, or football. Yeah, my dad you know coached me. My dad coached me until I was twelve, <laughs> right. uh, maybe maybe thirteen, and then um, oh, I was also uh, happy birthday, dad! Shout out! Oh, wow. I'll say it again. Today yeah, or today's his birthday. Today. Uh, August first. We recorded as I said. Yeah, we record on Monday. On Monday afternoon. So it is his birthday. So happy birthday, dad! But he was there to about twelve or thirteen. But I think the more is is there wasn't as much to do. There wasn't as many opportunities. I, I would I would wonder if they had the opportunities that we that our kids have now if they would have or at least said yeah go do that catch a ride um and then another thing is that people i didn't you know kids today kind of expect to have a vehicle when they turn 16 i I don't know if that's a good or bad thing i will say this uh, my daughter turned 16 this month 
and I can't wait for her to turn 16. Right. Uh, I'm blessed that I'm able to, you Correct. know, we're going to have a used car that we're giving her and it will, that will really open up my life because oh, I don't have to drive to South Haven again. I don't have to take her over here. It is going to help right. free up my time. Yes. There's a, a cost. Well, it was not really a cost. It was, a, it's a, a car that we, we've paid for, but, um, there is a uh, it is it's going to really open it up whether or not you know giving a car to a 16 year old and uh, that's used is a good thing or a bad thing it's just hey it it frees me up and I could not be more excited about it. oh no no doubt about it I wasn't even necessarily talking about that something else Derek if I did practice somewhere or whatever in the 80s and 90s early 90s 80s definitely 70s we could drop kids off for practice oh yeah and you knew the coach you knew the coach and the you, I mean, you could drop them off like three blocks from the right. school, have them stop at the gas station, get something to drink, and walk right. there. But I'm just saying in general, talking about us needing to yeah. – like you could drop a kid off at, at practice and be able to run to the grocery store yeah. and stuff like that. When I coached flag football, I, I point blank said a parent has to be here at all times yeah. because if your kid was acting up, they were out of here. Well, and they, you know, know? they were what, five and six and well, seven? They were five and six yeah, years so old. Yeah. But I'm saying how different the yeah. world is. You know, we were able to – we did – drop kids off, run in the air and come back, that type of stuff. Hey, I've got um there's Evelyn is seven years old. There've been there's been the practices where the entire family came. Aunts, uncles, grandmother, mm. grandfather, kids, okay, parents. That, that's the that's for the practice. other one. That's the other one. No, for <laughs> practice. <laughs> for practice. Holy yeah, cow. I mean come lot. on. Anyway, we got that's, that's a lot of stuff going on. Anyway, sort of like you, Derek, your t- yours are slipping. Uh, mine's going to be fairly simple. Mine's going to be countdown. Same exact thing. Uh, we're counting down the days until school starts back. We're counting down the days until our, our two uh, high school graduates go on to Ole Miss. So, I mean, countdown is mine. Uh, every day is uh, a day. Uh, summer's just kind of fading away. Every, summer, summer 22 is, is fading away. There's definitely countdown, countdown, countdown until they're out of the house. And, uh, you know, it just, again, seems like life never stops. Mm-hmm. You wake up when you wake up. Take your coffee and you just put your armor on and go at it again. It's what we do every every day. I hope that the if any you know anybody young listens to this, enjoy it. Uh, I know that you hear this all the time, and I was told the same thing. But years, I mean, I, my assistant and I had this conversation this morning. I mean, she was dating something. She goes, "Oh my God, it's August." I'm like, "Yeah, it's August." I mean, yeah. literally, it felt like January, February last week, sure. and it's August. And I, I mean, I know July was long, but we're out of July. It's, it's now, and, and I say this every year. I'm sure I said it on the podcast last year. Once football season starts, oh, it's, it's Christmas. Right. You, it's, you, or at least Thanksgiving. I mean, yeah. it's just, yeah. it's like, okay, I got this, this, and this. Here are my next sure. weekends. Next thing I know, we're at Thanksgiving break, and then, oh my God, you know, have we got Christmas shopping yet? And that's that's literally the rest of the year, and it goes by like that. I know this sounds crazy, but there's a lot of people that date their days and weeks and of the month by us. On the podcast, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like when we talk, what we're about to talk about tells them it's the first Tuesday of, yeah. of, of the month, you know? So countdown is my day. Countdown the days of summer. It is here. It is over. School has started and we're moving on to school year 2022-23. Well, our first and third Tuesday of every uh, month uh, on the UTW podcast is just a simple Audubon preview. And then we do a review on Friday. Derek, tell us some things that they're going to be talking about tonight, Tuesday, August 2nd, on at the Audubon meeting. All right, there's a couple things that they can send agenda that I'm, I'm not going to mention now. I will read it on Friday. But they're hiring, uh, they're going into an agreement uh, with a couple different uh, independent contractors, uh, one to uh, lead the tennis and one to lead a pickleball clinic. So we're going to discuss sure. that. I'm, I'm assuming they're going to approve that in the meeting tomorrow night. And so once they talk about that, then we will uh, mention that on Friday. Uh, then if you move to the actual uh, meeting itself, uh, once you get past that, there's going to be a couple presentations for budget. Now remember, the budget has to be finalized 
deadlines by September 15th of every year. That is required by law. And so I would probably say it's not on this agenda. So I would probably say starting the next meeting, you're going to see a draft of the budget for 2022, 2023 year. So what you'll have, the library came last time. We mentioned that, how they came and said, hey, we want to ask for this much. Well, there's a couple of this meeting. There's going to be a presentation from the court department. They're going to submit their budget, uh, which, of course, is part of the city system, is the court, the, the city court. So they're going to put their budget in and, and have them look at that. There's going to be one on the cemetery and perpetual fund budget that will be uh, asked you know, to kind of put in there. Here's our request from this department uh, to you, city, and to you, Alderman. Because so, the city does own and operate a functional cemetery. That is correct. Uh, and so those two things, those will be added, and so those will be kind of discussion. Just, you know, here the numbers we're looking at, and there may be some questions back and forth on that. It looks like there's going to be, and this is kind of minor, but I want to make sure, you know, we heard a lot about how the prices of, of employees yes. are more now. I mean, I know that our bank has gone up on our tellers. Well, the part-time court clerk is asking to go from $10 an hour to $14 an hour. Sure. I'm 99% positive it's because they're not able to keep people at $10 an hour. Libraries having the same issue. They mentioned that during their meeting. So uh, this is something else that we're going to be asking for. Uh, the Chamber of Commerce is going to be requesting funding. So again, you know, it's a lot of people just you know asking for funding to put it into the budget. Now, I think the, if I remember last year, the Chamber of Commerce budget was 25000 from the city. It is not a city department, but it is heavily, you know, the city gives a, a bulk of their money to be able to run that because it is a marketing arm or, or kind of firm for the city. So uh, next, there's two things from the planning. This is usually not the planning meeting. The planning meeting is usually the third or the second meeting of the month after the planning commission on the second Tuesday. But they had two carryover from last time, one because it was forgotten and another one because the developer could not make it that night. So the first one is the Chapel Grove final plat. This is the subdivision, the 70 lots on Robertson Gen Road. They're going to ask for the final plat approval to be able to sell those lots or to, or to start building on those lots. So look for that coming uh, Tuesday night. Also, the Grove Park rezoning. Matt, this is just down from uh, where we live. A request to rezone 2.7 acres in three lots, so lots 2, 3, and 4, from O, office district, to R12. So looking to take those from an office to residential family, you know, houses, basically. Moving those houses. three houses that they'll build. They'll build the houses similar to the ones. Next so, supposedly next similar to the ones that are in Grove Park. So we'll look for that. Of course, I know you and I will be paying attention to that since it's just down at the bottom of the hill from where we live. There's going to be approval. This, is, this was interesting. An approval to hire two new police officers with the increased 150000 funding from the memorandum of understanding from the school board. Now, these are for the uh, resource officers, sure. again, that they're asking to put uh, different uh, schools. And so because of that, they're maybe having to share it with the city, that sort of thing. So we'll see. I'm, I'm assuming it will be approved, but also kind of how that's going to work. Do you, think, do, you, do you think we can count on one vote against? <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. So you said that could be a six-one vote. Prediction. Six-one vote. Six-one vote. Six-one vote. Six okay. six vote. I won't tell you what I'm talking about, but six-one <laughs> vote. I'm predicting <laughs> one vote against. Uh, this is a meeting, and this may be the meeting that uh, usually Chaz Emerson comes to approve the health insurance carrier for the fiscal year in 2023. They'll discuss. I believe last year they actually came down on their health insurance. Right. I think the one year it was flat, and then the next year it was actually reduced. We'll see if that carries on this year. I'm going to say it's not going to, but we'll see how that works. Well, Derek, we have a lot of walking trails now and a lot of sidewalks. Hey, so keeping the, the city's getting down. the city's yeah. getting healthier. Everybody's I mean, come healthy. on now, Everybody's city is getting healthier. healthier. And then finally, uh, there will be a discussion and possible adoption of a traffic calming ordinance. I have no I'm idea sorry. what that means. I'm sorry, traffic, a traffic calming. They're going to calm, calm traffic calming. with some kind of ordinance. 
That's the last thing on the agenda. We will see what that means. Traffic calming. Or calming. I, I literally can't wait for this now. I don't know if it means like if from yelling at each other, from horn honking, or like traffic. Not, not sure. Cal- yeah. Okay, this is awesome. I know. So that's the last thing. So we're going to end calming. with that, and we'll, okay. we'll see what that has. Yeah, okay. Go. Interesting. Traffic calming ordinance. Uh, I'm gonna. That's either going to be pretty neat or the dumbest thing well, I've ever heard. The most boring thing we've ever the heard. The most one, boring yeah. thing we've ever heard, and, and we're going to sit there and say, "This is why people hate America." <laughs> it could be. It, we could this get there. Why, we could get know, there. But when, this is why we watch the Ottoman meeting for you, right. and just let you know, so you don't have to sit through a right. calming ordinance. This, this is why other countries say, "Hey, if you fly over here, we're going to shoot you down." <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? You know that type of thing. Go uh, ahead. So is that it? That's it. That's it. Wow. So we're looking forward to it. That's a good preview. We preview on the first and third Tuesday. We review on the first and third Friday. So really appreciate, Derek, uh, you giving us that information. Derek, we joke around. Some people have, uh, you know, clown on us a little bit uh, off air. They've they said something about um, every show having a little bit of a penny for the park pump up moment. And uh, we're not pumping anything up right now. We are going to give you facts. We don't cover the eastern side of DeSoto County, but we are going to tell you that there is another city right here close to us that we pay close attention to that is uh, trying to do some things that we're trying to do. What you got? Olive Branch could become the latest DeSoto County city to benefit from a special tax when voters go to the polls today, Tuesday, August 2nd. Uh, they'll be voting in Olive Branch for a special election. The question is whether to require hotels and motels in Olive Branch to charge an extra 1% levy on stays at the facility with the money received to go to fund park and recreation improvements. So it's kind of their version of Penny for the park. That's right. Except theirs are hotels. There's a hotel, so not should not food. be, I would say, the majority of, right. I mean, High ninety percent should not be paid from by, by residents of Olive Branch. Now, right. unless you have family coming in to visit you, uh, they will be paying it. But there, so this is not as you know, not as directly affecting the people that live in Olive Branch. However, the city officials, you know, put the park people for parks uh, question up for a vote when the uh, enabling local and private legislation. Correct. So the same thing that passed the Hernando one allowed Olive Branch to do this. Now they're estimating not quite as much, about five hundred thousand annually. That could be generated from the tax to go to improving parks, build a multi-purpose facility for indoor activities, add more soccer fields, and enhance the current facilities in Olive Branch. They'll be looking to do a bond issue for those specific items. It's uh, amazing how every project has adding more soccer fields. Yeah, yeah. Well, soccer's booming. That's it's it. Booming. Soccer's. Uh, now, the, and the money would pay again for a general obligation bond. Correct. So they'll get a bond. They'll have a special account just mortgage. like that to yes. be able to do that. Now, Hernando already has a special tax on hotels that goes toward tourism. It did goes you, for the did tourism. You say tourism t- or Yukons. <laughs> Is it Yukons or tur- you said t- tourism? Tourism. Okay, I thought, tourism. You said, I thought you said Yukon. No, it's for tourism. Okay, my bad. I mean, you could actually, I guess you could tour in a Yukon, but it's for tourism. A very uh, nice Yukon. I bet there's a touring edition of a Yukon. Now, this again, supporters are benefiting this. I, I, I can't imagine this being defeated, to be honest, because it's not as, you know, they're not going to pay the tax. It's people Correct. coming in. I don't care. Unless you're just totally against all taxes everywhere all the time. Unless, um, unless you and your if you if you and your wife have separated and you're living in a hotel, that would be bad you're for vote you. That would be bad for you. <laughs> you're going to vote against it. And then, you know, I guess if your family comes to visit you and want to complain about a 1% tax on their hotel stay. Anyway, that will be going into effect. So we'll see. Hopefully by Friday, we'll be able to briefly report what the what the final tally was and if olive branch will have that new tax this not, not that we care because we don't pump we're not pumping any pennies for anything yeah for I, I don't i don't plan on staying in olive branch i don't spend doing that correct but they will also have a repealer so again uh, hernando has a repealer their repealer date of july 1st 2026 which means they will have to vote on it again just like hernando will have to so basically every time the board changes They'll have to go and, and revote for this. I thought a repealer would be like somebody who goes around town and is like really negative. That'd be a, Can you, a, that's a, a good name for a repealer. A repealer. Right. 
I mean, think about it. And that's just a thought that he or she is negative on everything, doesn't want anything to happen. And that's a good nickname for they're They're called the repealer. I could think of two people in her that's name a, right now that are repealers. <laughs> if I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just repealer. saying the, the, the repeal. Oh, oh gosh, the repealers here, everybody. Repealers here. <laughs> anyway, just a thought. Kind of funny. Olive Branch, good luck. Get out to the polls and uh, do your thing. And, uh, you know, your call and you get the opportunity to vote to raise money for your park. And, so uh, and, we and, think that's a pretty good idea. And a reminder, uh, about 120 days from now, we'll be doing Correct. the same thing for ours. Correct. Absolutely, Derek. The uh, Penny for the Park will be coming up in November. Derek and I are going to take the show off for telling you what you should do. You do whatever you want to do. Pull the lever either way. Well, Derek, a little bit of state news. Uh, one of our highest ranking state politicians would like to put a little bit more money back in all of our pockets. And uh, he said so at the Neshoba County Fair this past week. We talked about it on the uh, Hidden Show, the uh, Lost Show. Um, but we're going to give you that update real quick on what Delbert Hoseman wants for the state of Mississippi. Go ahead. All right, so last Wednesday, Delbert Hoseman at the Neshoba County Fair, which, as a side note, if you've never been, if you've moved to Mississippi recently, I, I do, please Google Neshoba County Fair. It is an entire 10 days of, of parties, uh, speeches, uh, f- you know, fairground food, all that kind of stuff. There are races there, uh, horse races. So, again, if you've never seen that, I, I do encourage you to try to make it once in your lifetime. Be prepared to be really, really hot and really, really dusty. One of the things they do with political speeches, this year being a non-state election year, so no, really no statewide elections, it was basically just the people that were in office that spoke. They kind of had different hours during certain days. And during his Wednesday speech, that was the hour given to Delbert Hoseman, uh, he said, oh, this year it's time to give money back. It's not the government's money, it's your money. Those are direct quotes from Hoseman. He wants to see a rebate given back to Mississippi residents from the historic, I guess, profit, if you want to say, or historic uh, overage uh, in the, the money received from the state this year. Now, we talked about it on one of our earlier shows a couple weeks ago, that the state finished the year $1.4 billion over the revised budget they had already raised thinking, hey, look, we've got a lot of money coming in. Let's go ahead and increase this budget. They spent off of the increased budget already and still made a billion four above that. And so he would like to see, starting with the 2023 uh, legislature, to give rebates back to Mississippians uh, around the state. Now, 20 states have already adopted to return some of those revenue uh, record revenue collections to taxpayers through direct payments. Uh, while Hosman proposed a direct rebate during the 2022 session, the legislature opted instead to provide the record tax cut that will not kick in until calendar year 2023. And of course, the income tax, when fully enacted, will be the largest in state history, taking about 525 out of the state coffers. So that was done this year instead of a, re- of a rebate. However, Hosman said, hey, look, we had another great year. Let's give something back uh, to the families. Now, and we discussed uh, of this off air, that will not take effect if, if they let's say let's say he submits it in January from the Senate because he's on the Senate side. It goes through and let's say that uh, they approve it March 31st or April 1st. It would not take effect until after July 1st of 2023. So it wouldn't be probably to around this time next year that you would be looking at that and or maybe be included in your 2023 taxes as a rebate that would come back to you in 2024. So this is not something you should be looking for anytime soon or in discussion anytime soon, but it is something he has proposed and he did use part of his speech at the Neshoba County Fair to put out there and to put, I guess, you know, in all the legislators' ears, hey, maybe ask it for a rebate and the, the citizens of Mississippi deserve it to get some of their money back. Derek, I mentioned in our law show, uh, what I said I would do with the money, the excess, the extra funds that we have, I'd look to see about paying the debt off for the state of Mississippi. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing I would do. It's going to make our state stronger. Maybe there's 
rules that you can't do that. I don't know. You know, maybe with the, some of the uh, government. I'm, I'm sure there's some bonds and stuff, here. right? Oh, you're talking. Well, no, no. This, uh, this is not actually. Well, it depends on if some of those are are right, funds. That's what I'm saying. But if yeah. it's actually income made from sales taxes right. and stuff like that, you can spend. Right. That's what I'm saying. If, 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 to, if this yeah. is straight up Mississippi money, not federal money that we got, right? But it's straight up Mississippi money. Look at the debt. What's that look like? Sorry to pull a little Dave Ramsey here, but let's uh, become stronger by getting rid of the debt, getting rid of those notes to any entity, whatever that, that may be. Um, so that's kind of the first thing I would do before you send back 150 or $200 for a person. What you think you're doing is not getting what you think you're trying to accomplish. It just, sure, send me $600 for my family. Okay, that's that's fine. Or take that a lump sum all across the state of Mississippi and let's pay some things off. Or another thing we talked about on the law show was let's go ahead and start working on some projects, projects that are 10 years away, possibly the Hernando interchange, you know, take that from being a 10 year away project to a four year away project. And I'm all in. Don't send me my 600 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. If you tell uh, M dot, Hey, put the earmark this for the uh, Hernando exit. A lot of Hernandonians would say, you know what? You could keep my $300. If you promise me, I don't have to get my car scraped driving under the uh, overpass. There. Couldn't agree more. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Pay off debt first, move some of these projects up some of these things. So we're not building. I mean, Derek, you know, I've, I've driven to Hattiesburg here in the last several weeks, several times. My daughter's going tomorrow. You know, highway 49 has been under construction for a gazillion years <laughs> that kind of stuff let's move these projects up man don't send us money back take this money you've been elected for a reason be a leader let's get it done and let, let's get some of this stuff uh taken care of and, and push through those are my thoughts not Derek's. that's matt talking <laughs> right there so we'll see what that what comes of that again that was just a speech just an idea by him everything he talked about has to go through the senate which we always are going to keep you up to speed when it comes to that and talking about keeping you up to speed when it comes to your projects if you're looking for a project outside of your home or office, you want to reach out to our longtime sponsor, Williams Services. Williams Services is a veteran-owned and operated business with years of experience in lawn care, landscaping, mulching, and so much more. Owner Richard Williams and his team can assist you with a multitude of outdoor home needs. Whether it's leaf removal, tree trimming, fall cleanups, gate repair, fence repair, grading of your property, anything on the outside of your home or office, and you need help. Call Richard. If he can't do the project, he'll help you find someone who can. Give him a call today at 662-292-8855. That's 662-292-8855. Visit his website, williamslawnmaintenance.com, or find more information about Richard and his team on Facebook at Williams Lawn Services. Again, Richard is the kind of guy that you want to work with. He's the kind of guy you want working around your home or your office. Call him today, 662-292-8855. DeSoto Family Dental Care has been a presence under the water tower with over 60 years of combined dental experience. Dr. Seymour, Dr. Paroli, and Dr. Trotter are committed to providing a gentle and caring approach while focusing on the aesthetic beauty and long-lasting health of your smile. The practice is open Monday through Friday, providing hygiene appointments and general dentistry, including implants and implant-supported dentures, as well as Invisalign. The office is designed to provide a safe, comfortable, and relaxing atmosphere for their patients. Visit their office today to see the difference, or give them a call at 662-429-5239. Again, 662-429-5239. Middle of our Tuesday show always leads us to the DeSoto County Fact of the Week given to us each and every week by the DeSoto County Museum. Rob Long and his staff stop by, visit them anytime 
Tuesday through Saturday, 9 to 5, admission is free. They do have air conditioning. If it's hot and you have, you're looking for something to do, take your young ones to the DeSoto County Museum. Show them all the different information about the county that they're growing up in. Derek, uh, this week's Fact of the Week is pretty heavy. Tell us about it. If you're able to see the artwork uh, on our shows, I know some, uh, it depends on where you, if you go to Apple, I don't think they have uh, our artwork, but if you go to Spotify, it does show our artwork. The artwork today it has to do with the fact of the week. The in historic 1910 photograph, is that's what you'll see if you go to our artwork, is what was at the time the largest number of folks gathered at one sitting on a single wagon in the world up to that point. So basically kind of like a pre-Guinness uh, Book of World Record. Right. I Set guess, a world record for Set that. a world record in Hernando. This photo was taken at the old Hernando Fairgrounds near today's Interstate 55 exit at Hernando, again, around 1910. People in Hernando... Hey, get, we're, real quick, Derek, we're still using the same interchange. <laughs> you know, <laughs> That's the 1910 interchange. That's the same one. Same one. Oh, man. Uh, people in Hernando gathered to establish the record of a single event sitting of a largest crowd on a horse-drawn wagon. This famous photo was widely circulated at the time and featured white and African-American residents together during a segregated time in America. It is interesting to note that the old fairgrounds area where this picture was taken was the site of the first A-Fair. Picture it. It's right where the water tower, that our right. water tower is now, sure. the one that you see from the, the interstate, one, yes. that big uh, that big grassy area right there, uh, I guess on just north of Brick Oven, that right. sh- uh, strip center, that behind area the right there behind the was the original fairgrounds, and so that's where this would have been taken again in 1910. So if you hope that you're able to find it, uh, if not, we'll put it on the Facebook uh, when we uh, do that, uh, kind of get that out there when we get the show out there to kind of show you what that looks like. But just a kind of a, a cool photograph and a cool fact of the week from Rob Wong. Pretty neat, Derek. What Derek didn't tell you is the people were so heavy that the horse died. And uh, <laughs> very sad. Well, uh, I think you made a point was, you know, they should have had to pull it 10 feet to correct. count or something like that. But wouldn't that be, that would be the horse, that'd be the horse doing all the work. So the horse would have been setting the record. That's true. You see what I'm saying? The, 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 uh, the most horsepower. Right. That right oh there? my gosh. Look uh, at that. Man, you're, yeah. golly, you're killing it today, man. <laughs> what, that, was, that was a good dad joke. I mean, that's typically my forte or what I'm supposed to do. But uh, thanks, Rob Long, for a wonderful fact of the week. That's really, really neat. So just think about that. Tell your kids right there under that big white water tower right there um, on I-55 is where this would have taken place. And uh, the most number of people on a horse-drawn carriage. Very interesting. Thanks, Rob. We appreciate all the work you do at the DeSoto County Museum. Open 9 to 5, Tuesday through Saturday, right there across the street from Bank Corp South on Commerce Street. Please get out and visit one of the best things going in Hernando, the DeSoto County Museum. Something else that's definitely one of the best things going on in Hernando, Mississippi, our seasonal sponsor, the Hernando Farmer's Market. It's a place to shop. It's a place to gather. But more importantly, it's a rare chance to experience the rich simplicity of a Mississippi small town. It's truly a fresh local experience. The Farmer's Market now has over 50 vendors each and every Saturday morning from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. That's 8 to 1 every Saturday morning. They're going to run all the way through October and then do a special Farmer's Market for the Dickens of a Christmas in November. Some of those vendors include Big Acres Farm, Precision Sharp, Hernando Point Farm, Kills Country Market, Brown Dairy Farms, Southern Cookie Queen. Those are just some of the vendors every Saturday morning at one of the best farmer's markets in the Mid-South. Get out this weekend and visit, again, one of the best farmer's market you're going to visit every Saturday morning. Thank you, G. Matheny, for all the work you do at the Hernando Farmer's Market. And please get out and support our seasonal sponsor, the Hernando Farmer's Market.
Holland Insurance was founded in 1981 and has been staffed with local industry experts who are eager to make a difference in every life they touch. Whether it's home, auto, life, health, property, casualty, Bruce Robinson and Jerry Holland with Holland Insurance are ready to serve you. Holland Insurance is located in South Haven, but able to serve anyone throughout DeSoto County. Give them a call today at 662-895-5528. That's 662-895-5528. Working with some of the largest insurance companies in the world, Nationwide, State Auto, Kemper, Liberty Mutual, Blue Cross Blue Shield, Delta Dental, Mutual of Omaha. Those are just some of the 60 different insurance companies that Jerry Holland and Bruce Robinson represent at Holland Insurance. Give them a call today, 662-895-5528. Thank you, Holland Insurance. Well, Derek, part of school starting back is going to be the uh, start of uh, high school sports. That's it. And we've got uh, football coming up pretty soon. We're going to begin to preview that for the teams that we cover. And any of the podcast listeners that are new to the coverage that we do, we talk about Hernando, we talk about Lewisburg, and we talk about North Point Christian School in South Haven. So those are the three schools that we're going to discuss when it comes to all the different sports if you're new to the show coming up with this sports season. Volleyball will be kicking off on August 9th. I know Hernando has a volleyball match with Horn Lake. I'm going to predict a Hernando win on that one. Nice. Volleyball. I'm just going, going out early. It. Just going out early. Just going out early. Uh, they have to play. They're actually playing two games on the same day because Horn Lake is predicting the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to go ahead and play two games and go ahead and get that kind of out of the there, way. There is no line for this game. Uh, no line. I'm, I'm predicting a very quick and uh, short uh, volleyball season okay. for the Horn Lake Lady Eagles when it comes to volleyball. So poor Lady Eagles. Uh, poor Lady Eagles. Volleyball is just not their sport. That's not not, not their sport. That's yeah, okay. it's, it's getting okay. started. You know, it's getting started. You got to you know. You got to start somewhere, but Derek, we, I mentioned a second ago football, and that'll be coming around before you know it. But going to be starting later in the evenings for what reason? All right, with most high school football teams starting practice again over the last seven days, hundreds of high school athletes will be returning from summer break and gearing up for their sports season. With ongoing heat advisories that in effect for portions of Mid South, including basically the entire month of July, and it looks like after today, uh, the rest of the week, this week uh, in August, the Mississippi High School Activities Association is making the move to push varsity football games start times back. Ball games will begin at 7.30 p.m., again, through the month of September, 7.30 p.m. to help players cope with the heat until the end of September. Now, this is something they're going to do in conjunction with something they already do, which is taking heat timeouts one per quarter. So about the middle, so I think it's a 12-minute quarter, so about around the six-minute mark of every quarter, they take a heat timeout where everybody is just a referee's call timeout, they go to the sidelines to get water. That'll still be done every quarter through the end of September, and now in addition to that, they will be starting games now at 7.30 instead of 7 p.m. through the month of September. Now, this is only for varsity games because if you're in junior varsity or if you have like a fourth or fifth grade, sixth grade game type thing, they do not care about you. No. And therefore, you will be starting your games at 3 p.m. <laughs> in the stifling heat. Well, it's a little bit like what well, we talked about the MHSAA um, having the um, softball tournament in Hattiesburg mm-hmm. where all the southern teams are located close by within five miles so they can yes. sleep in their own beds and go to the championship. <laughs> and this is another prime example of them just not caring about these kids. <laughs> they don't care if about middle school. If you're at the age of 15 and play football, uh, you're just going to have to burn. That's it. Middle JV and middle school boys, uh, your games are going to be starting at 2.30 yeah. uh, after school. Yeah, basically so. <laughs> your seventh period school, uh, your class, that seventh period that they set aside for athletics is now your game. That's it. And you're going to be hot. Hey, and you're lucky. I mean, that's, that's what MHSAA is saying. You're lucky we even had a referee show up. So, I mean, it's that's kind of the way they act sometimes. But, look, makes total sense. Start a little bit later. Um, you know, we talked about on our on our lost show, it feels like the weather has started to shift an entire month. 
feels like September. August is now September. September is now October. It's kind of what it feels like. So, I mean, games start later. Makes total sense. We're going to pass all that information along. Uh, really looking forward to uh, football season. We will be ready to talk about that coming up. In the middle of August, we'll start to break down the Tigers, break down the Patriots, and discuss the Trojans a little bit. Derek's son no longer plays for the Trojans, so I don't know how uh, deep, deep uh, you know, deep uh, the uh, North Point coverage will be. My, my daughter is now a trainer. Your daughter is now a trainer. That is correct. Okay. All right. So correct. we're talking about carrying water. Oh, wait, was she going to have like – she knows how to tape ankles and stuff? She's she learning been, that? She is. She actually took a four uh, two-day class, I guess. I'll say about two-day class to learn how to tape ankles. She sure did. Okay. Adam from um, OrthoSouth uh, is, yep. is their school trainer. Yes. So somebody from OrthoSouth, they sat down with her and another uh, sophomore will be uh, taping ankles this year. Okay. So, Derek, she doesn't frequent the show or listen to the show very often. So no. let's just be – is this a, hey, I want to learn how to do this, or is this a, I'd like to, I'd like to figure out a way to meet boys? Um, I would probably say a little bit of both, to be honest. I do think that she is pretty close, not in any kind of romantic way with right. several of the boys in her class. Friends with. She does like to hang out with them. And so I think this is a way for that. But to be honest, uh, after we're doing the tour of the Applied Sciences School with my son, which mm-hmm. is that's where his major is through, uh, they have a really a, a great master's program for trainers now at Ole Miss sure. where they can they actually you I won't say you're guaranteed, but have a very good shot of getting of a course. job at a college or a pro pro being of course it could be single a baseball but a pro team when you graduate with this master's program so if that's what she ends up loving and doing i'm all all the more power to her uh but this is something she wants to do and it gives her something to do because she's used to run cross country she doesn't do it anymore so it keeps her involved in sports until basketball starts at the end of october when i've said to you you just mentioned she's gonna start driving in august you're no longer gonna go to the road games so it's a late there's zero percent chance it's a way it's a way for her to get to get on the bus and go see you know friends play that's really really neat i'm I'm glad that she's doing that puts herself out there and and you know you're gonna start you kind of become part of the team i mean i remember our trainers were kind of part of the team so that's that's really neat so uh ally big lane good for uh, putting yourself out there and uh we'll see how that uh goes we'll see how it goes it may we'll, be a one-year thing but we'll see how it goes <laughs> well it does it does help just from the joking part about meeting boys it does help that her brother is now off the team that is true oh no no, no coincidence no right there, there. I no coincidence. I cannot yes. imagine if she tried to tape his ankle, how that would, it would be disastrous. It'd be terrible. We digress, of course. Good luck to all the football teams. Good luck to the band. Good luck to all the kids that are working hard in the heat, getting ready for this August September uh, kickoff of the football season and of the fall sports. And we look forward look forward to breaking down some volleyball with you coming up pretty soon. Look, if you enjoy our show, find us on Facebook at UTW Podcast, on Instagram at UTW Podcast, and on Twitter at UTW Pod. If you enjoy our show, you'll like OB Pod puts out a brand new show every Monday morning, really, really early on Monday mornings. Brand new show covering the eastern side of DeSoto County. They also break down Lewisburg, Olive Branch, and Center Hill Athletics. OB Pod. Look them up today. If you enjoy our show, give us a five-star review. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to the UTW Podcast, give us a five-star review. Give us a thumbs up. Simply helps us move up when it comes to local podcasts. As I said at the beginning of the show, by the time you hear our recorded show for for, for this uh, this coming Friday, uh, it would have uh, school would have started. So we want to do another shout out to say, hey, teachers, administrators, everyone involved in the school system for Desoto County, thank you for all you do. We look forward to a wonderful, successful year. Thank you for keeping our kids safe. Thank you for keeping them striving for more. Thank you for keeping them uh, just pushing them as hard as you can to all those Desoto County teachers. We really, really appreciate it. Well, Derek, if there's nothing else, I'm Matt. And I'm Derek. Join us next time under the water tower. Yeah, rock me.
Rosedale Beltry Hey, Mama Rock Me Play some country music, boys 